not feeling very hot tonight. Not feeling hot. No. That's okay. I just feel like anytime we record late, I'm just kind of (laughs) goofy. Tired. (laughs) That's it, yeah. It's only 8.45, but, man. (laughs) You can just hop on in. Hop hop on in. (laughs) We can't record. (laughs) We can't record at night. Up on it. This is it. Get down on it. (laughs) You are now listening to Babes in Ball Land. What's up, guys? I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse, and this is Babes in Ballland. We are back this week. I kind of want to just get right into baseball. The schedule was dropped. Immense, like, I feel like they were, they dropped the schedule. I was getting updates that the schedule was dropping and workouts were getting canceled at the same time. Yeah, that was unfortunate. (laughs) Um, I'm like... And honestly, the week kind of started out, the first news I got, obviously I knew that the Yankees probably weren't going to play in the Field of Dreams game. But it's like, as everything gets canceled one by one, it's just like another hit. So not only do the Yankees not get to play in that, the Cardinals get to play. How did that, that, how did that all come forth? Because when you told me, that um, the Yankees were going to get to play. when I told you. Well, I just figured it was getting canceled, and then I got the update shortly after that it was like, oh, it's just kidding. It's the St. Louis Cardinals and the White Sox. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, cool, but not yeah. cool for my friend. Yankees out, Cardinals in. And I get it, like, with travel and all of that. The St. Louis Cardinals first series is going to be versus the Pittsburgh Pirates, Friday, July 24th. You guys got the big news for the opening series for the Yankees versus the Nationals. That's going to be fun. We talked about that last week. But the Nationals, the Astros, and the Cardinals canceled Monday practices, awaiting test results. Um A Cardinals pitcher that I've been watching, Genesis Cabrera, had a positive test. That's kind of, like you said, kind of a shot to the heart because I've been waiting for him since last season. And then I saw that uh, for the Yankees, C.J. LeMahieu was asymptomatic. The machine, yeah. He had it and then, well, I guess has it currently. And then Luis Sessa, a pitcher, has it, and he has symptoms. So we had the two positive tests. Uh, Freddie Freeman from the Braves said that the virus hit him like a ton of bricks. Yeah, I saw that. And actually, the MLB testing delays as a whole is actually my oh honey. I just feel like They're saying it was because of the holiday weekend, 
that some of the testing was delayed. But I just feel like with baseball, you have this fragile little thing that we had to fight to get. And then how could we not think all the way through the testing part? Because pretty much Monday morning, like, they were all ready to go in and practice, and they didn't have their test results. Right. And then there was some confusion, and I think that this is happening with the NBA, too, about players taking their own swab tests and send-offs, and there's been some confusion about um, collecting samples. And I feel like that this is something that they said that they were worried about, especially with the MLB not having CDC guidelines in place. Yeah, so that was super disappointing. We're just going to have to watch it all play out. And maybe it really was just the long holiday weekend. It won't happen again. But, but, I mean, I think we all know that's a key part to sports coming back is the testing. So when you see a hiccup in the testing, that's not reassuring at all. No. Uh-uh. And it's like right away, day one. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Couldn't even, like, get them in to start workouts. So, do you have any other bird turd news? Um, Yes, but for a later moment. So, we'll come back to bird turds. The only other thing I have, we kind of touched on how Aaron Judge, Aaron Hicks, and Paxton were all going to be healthy for the Yankees, and if the season would have started on time, they would not have been. So we got all of that good news. And then kind of a scare on Saturday because Masahiro Tanaka was pitching and John Carlos Stanton was at bat, and he hit a line drive, and it hit Tanaka in the side of the head. It was 112 miles per hour off the bat. So very fast. Very scary. He did get released from the hospital the same day, just has a mild concussion, so everything has seemed to check out okay there, but that was definitely scary. I did not watch the video because I did not want to see that. I know that it is a thing that can happen. Yeah. Let me preface this with that, but I'm like... Day one, John Carlo. I know, and it just sucks because whenever it's hit that hard, the reaction time is very small, so it just sucks. But it was like day one, we had just gotten all this positive Yankees health news, and then that happens. But at least he did walk off um, by himself. He, I think, was on the ground for a few minutes. But then he was able to walk to the clubhouse with That's some help. Good. So, yeah, it could have been much more scary than it kind of turned out. No, I didn't. I didn't watch the video either. I'm like, that's okay. No, I couldn't. that's okay. <laughs> and then Monday, um, the Yankees started their scrimmages. So, at this point, I'm like, I'm watching baseball on TV, and I don't care if it's a scrimmage. Like, I'll watch it. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> yeah, end. and that's it. So, um, Judge did start in right field, which was a shock to me. I didn't know 
how healthy he was going to be. But he did start in right. And then after the game, he said he's game ready. Game so, ready. That is one game ready. Uh, my hot or not. It was a gimme for my friend Jesse. Yeah. Obviously, it's hot. Yeah. Yankees and Judge. I'm game day ready. I'm ready. We're ready. So Whole squad ready. Yes. And then he said, we've got four months of locking it in. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm on board. Let's That's do it. it. That's CC all I ever wanted to hear. was at the scrimmage. It was adorable. He was in the stands in a mask in the rain, just supporting the boys. And I, I like to the picture, or I liked the, yeah, the picture that was tweeted, and it said, don't call it a comeback. I like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So, he I'm just good. excited that we can even watch the scrimmages. Oh, my gosh. Um, Not to, like, be like I'm done talking about baseball, but I'm done talking about baseball. I want to talk about the Thunder. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Last Wednesday, I took a screenshot of a quote from Billy Donovan about Andre Roberson. And he said, it's hard for me to give a real assessment of where he's at just because I haven't seen him play any five on five. But the hope is to get to Orlando And once we start practicing, to have him out there and actually find out where he's at and how he's doing. Flash forward to this week, and I'm watching a very precious video of Lou Dort smiling, a very coy smile, telling us that Dre's ready. I know, and I'm like... I don't want to do that thing where I start getting too excited. I don't want to I, do what everyone yeah. thinks I'm going to right. do. Right. <laughs> like, I'm always all in, almost to a fault. But I feel like the Billy statement was fair. Not yes. only have we not seen Dre five on five. It's also been a very long time since this team in general has played any basketball. So I think it will be interesting to see how much chemistry kind of plays into all of this. But do you think, I mean, you think he's going to play, right? At least in those first couple games. I don't know. I don't know. I know we talked about this last week and we said the same thing. I don't know. Well, I feel like he will get some playing time. I don't know if when playoffs roll around, how much he will play. I mean, it obviously will depend on what he looks like. But I feel like in those first couple games, I feel like you got to put him in there because even a, slow, a slower Dre, if that's what you want to call him, wouldn't you consider that a better option than – Nader, per se. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, not Nader. <laughs> Direct hit. I, I don't. I wish I knew what episode all these months ago, where I was like, not Nader, not Nader, not Nader. But in all honesty, would I mean I would play Dre over Nader. 
all I can say and write this down if if Dre plays it might be and I've been waiting for this for a long time but it might be the time that I fight somebody talking shit about Dre's free throws <laughs> oh I mean it's not good <laughs> no it's not good. no it's not but the amount of shame that he gets completely outweighs what I feel like he does on the court defensively. Is he a Lou Dort? No, he's not. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't have anything to bring to the table just because his free throw game was off. I'm not even a hugger. And when he airballs, I just want to hug him and be like, Dre, baby, it's okay. But Sometimes it's rough out here. I mean, it was just like T-Ferg. you got to give him some tough love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I was thinking about this earlier today. So, I mean, obviously you have the starting five, like Steven, Chris Paul, SGA, Gallo, and Dort. I, I think Dort's going to start. I think he should. So, outside of that, who else is going to play? Uh, Nerlens, who's, who's coming off the bench? Yeah, Nerlens. Well, I'm talking like as far as a playoff rotation. Maybe not like these first couple games, but who do you see being the rotation that we go to for playoffs? Oh, Nerlens is going to come in. Dennis is going to come in. Nerlens, Dennis, um, Dre. I would honestly give Baisley probably time over yes. Bird. Ooh, it, I, yes. Yes. I would. Agreed. Uh, I don't think, man, I'm not even like trying to hate on Nader, but I don't feel like in the playoffs he'll play. And if he does, it would be a limited role. Do we like, go with those eight? What about or are you counting What Dre? about Mommy? <laughs> Do you think you know get... how I feel about Hami. Um In the playoffs, no. In the playoffs, no. That's fair. So we could say that it's safe to assume that Mike Moose, Hami, Dre, and Nader limited minutes if minutes at all I mean maybe realistically one out of that group would play a few minutes but I don't see it to be like a significant role so you've got Nerlens, Dennis, Baisley I'm gonna count Dre so who's your fifth uh I don't know. I don't know if I would play anyone outside of that playoff-wise. So I also have a Thunder quote for us to discuss, and it was definitely from an article on Bleacher Report, but I did not get the title or who it was by. So that's my bad, but I definitely got it from Bleacher Report, and the quote is, if the Mavs are a dark horse because their bad clutch luck has dragged down their overall record, the Oklahoma City Thunder are the reverse 
a paper tiger propped up by unsustainable good fortune late in games. Wow. That is hurtful, is it not? Wow. Yeah, so I definitely stopped reading the article because that hurt my feelings. But I feel like that is super harsh. Yeah, like, let's not... I mean, yes, like, Uh, some of it... paper tiger? Like, some of it I can say... Well, let's just cancel that reference. I don't even want to discuss that. But, like, yes, some of it could have been fortune, luck, that we've had such. But the numbers are there what they're able to do in clutch times at the end of the game. And I don't think you can argue with that. It's not all luck, like way to discredit all the players and all the communication and everything that we've been through. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was super harsh. Thanks a lot. I'm trying to remember who was the one that posted on Twitter that Kevin Durant question? Oh, um, um, Rayburn. Okay, yes. So the question was, if, of course, there was an apology on Kevin Durant's end and he wanted to come back to Oklahoma City, would you want him? No. Emphatic no? No. Red flags everywhere. Yeah. I mean. I mean, no. Just no. Absolutely not. That's like letting your ex come back because he said he was sorry and said he missed you. Yeah. I'm like, the trust is gone. I've already been through that playoff series. Like, the trust is gone. We can forgive, but we're not going to forget. And it's like. Kevin, we may overthink a lot, but we're not stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to make it, like, this huge hate thing because who has that much time? But I wouldn't be happy about it either. Uh, This could just be me speaking out of character and hopefully the day never comes where I have to reference this again. But (laughs) if he came back, I would consider not watching Thunder basketball. Really? Really. And I know that, and maybe it's just depend. maybe it's just what day it is and how I'm feeling, but it would be excruciating for me. I... I think I would still watch, but I don't know. I don't know. It would be difficult. That's for sure. I was like, Jesse's trying to give the grown-up answer on social media, being like, well, I wouldn't really like it, but, and I'm like, no, never. I just don't like to be a hateful person, though. So can you imagine, like, sitting down for every game, like, pure hating on him? But then you wouldn't want to, like, root for him either, but then you kind of have to, and it's just messy in there. It's, this is too much of you to request yeah. me. Yeah. Also, like, let's all be honest, that apology's never going to happen. Well, he didn't do anything so, wrong, girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
I know it's not realistic, but it really got me thinking. And I'm like, that's more hurtful than, like, I thought it was going to be. No way. (laughs) (laughs) No way, dude. (laughs) We're talking about Kevin. I do have a hot or not um, about Kevin. We talked about the Kevin V. Kendrick Perkins continuing. Um, Stephen A. Smith on first take this week said that he didn't think that Kendrick deserved to be called a a sellout by Kevin Durant. And I'm like, that's so rich coming from Kevin. It's so rich of him to call Kendrick Perkins a sellout. So I'm, I'm like already triggered. So it just like solidifies the emphatic no. It kind of baffles me to see stuff like that because you know how I try to look at everything from everyone else's perspective? Yes. Almost to, like, a flaw. Yes. Well, if I'm looking, like, from his perspective, I always try to, like, relate, and I'm like, I can't. I can't. Like, I just (laughs) feel like you're, you're so off the mark. Can't relate. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Like, for him to comment that, I'm like, if you want to talk trash, fine. But pick your angles because. Do better. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do you have anything else about basketball aside from positive incoming tests, awaiting tests? Yeah, I mean, I. I knew whenever they started getting everybody together, there were going to be more tests. Yes. So I'm trying not to get too freaked out. And I haven't looked in, like, too in-depth into the Nets stuff, but yes. they had quite a few positive tests. Was that last Thursday when they closed the practice facility? I think so. And I'm like, who's going to play? Because, like, they just keep announcing other people having it. Well, and then, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Bradley Beal said he's not going to play. And to anyone who's saying that they want to opt out, I completely respect their opinion. But, um, man, I'd like Bradley Beal to be in a Thunder uniform. Him not being there significantly changes that team, though. Mm -hmm. Not that, like, I don't want that to sound like I don't respect his decision because I do. it's just a fact. It's not something yeah. that you're saying, like, no. out of judgment. It's just it it will affect the team. I mean, yeah. there's no way around it. Yeah. So, trying to think what other Thunder stuff we got. We got a Billy and SGA interview, which is when Billy was talking about Dre, which mm-hmm. that's a fair statement. We honestly don't know what he's going to look like five on five mm-hmm. then we got the Lou Dor interview where he's like Dre's ready I think the direct quote was he's ready ready to go and I'm like Lou, Lou don't lie looked to me. Up, he looked up in the camera yeah. smiled a little smile and yeah. I'm like let the games begin I know and then we also got the Steven Adams interview which was cute, and I really liked how he was talking about how good it is for your psyche to be with your people, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they asked him when he left and when he came back, and 
I think we all kind of figured he was back in New Zealand, but not that we would know because he's not on social media. He keeps it quiet. He does. So I think he said he was doing farm work most of the time, had a farmer's tan. So I am so excited that we're finally getting content again. Yes. We have That's- dates, interviews. So do you want to do Hot or Not since I kind of broke into it with the Kendrick and the Yankees? Yeah, I'll do one first. It is basketball related. So they've started talking about how the NBA is working on a non-playoff bubble where they are planning to invite eight teams to Chicago to compete against one another in September. So pretty much a little not-in-tournament tournament situation. Do you think it's hot? Yes, I do. As long as we can get there and stay healthy and do the thing, then by all means. So you would watch it? Sure. I don't think I would watch it. Really? Really? <laughs> watching scrimmages. watching scrimmages, but we're not watching. <laughs> you guys didn't get invited. Okay? I mean, I don't know. I I see what you mean. Like it's kind what of teams like are going to be there. Like, do you, are, are you feeling like it's a participation trophy? Kind of. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't feel like I would be into it. Yeah. I can't even think of like one team that is not going to be in Orlando that I would be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tune into that one. And that probably sounds, like, super shady. (laughs) But I just feel like there's so much work going into it. And maybe I'm the only one that's like, for what? You know, I guess maybe it's overwhelming to me because I've kind of already talked about how the schedules are starting to stack up because every sport is going to be played at the same time. So... For me, I watch all four, you know, major sports, and there's no way I'm going to be able to watch every game no. for my team. Now, that, maybe – I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it just – that stinks. So maybe if you only watch basketball, that would be appealing to you. I also think I saw that the NBA – is going to end up paying like $150 million when it's all said and done for Orlando. Jeez. So if it's like a money thing, you know, I get that too. Yeah, they need the revenue maybe. Yeah. But I, I mean, I didn't think it was very hot. Eh, let's do it. Um, I'm going to go into the NFL. Obviously. Well, obviously. <laughs> The big news was Patty Mahomes' contract. I mean, the only way the only way to describe it for me is just to quote what I said out loud when I got the update. Ten years, holy shit. That's a monster contract. I was expecting monster. four to six. Yeah. And I read this really interesting thing about his contract. I mean, and obviously it's hot, like. I'm sorry. I just, like, in 10 years, I'm going to be 39, okay? Yeah, I don't know. 
Okay. I don't know. Well, I'm not going to be in my 30s anymore. (laughs) So, okay. I'm also just jealous because that situation is so stable for you, and I'm upset. (laughs) Okay. Like, I'm happy for you, but I'm also very upset. That's very fair. (laughs) Um. He brought the word, uh, Patrick Mahomes brought the word dynasty out. And I'm like, okay, I see you, little Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, This is an interesting thing to me, and I wasn't aware of this, but I read this article, and it said that Patrick Mahomes' uh, salary contract outs Los Angeles Angels player Mike Trout as the largest contract in pro sports. But the key difference in these contracts, even though his contract is bigger, Mike Trout gets his money if he never steps on a baseball field again. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed monies. I need my money right now. Mike Trout could never play again and make all that money, whereas Patrick Mahomes' contract is not guaranteed that way. And I just thought that was interesting. It kind of put it into perspective for me a little bit. Yeah, that does make it a little easier to kind of wrap your head around. But 10 but, years, didn't yeah. see it coming. No. I've only got two left. How many do you have? What's he, What's Patrick Mahomes going to sound like in 10 years? Oh, no. I haven't done a Patrick Mahomes impression in a long time. I'm not ready. I'll try to work on it if we have football. I was about to say, like, give it your best go, but nope, you may have ready. to work up to that one. Yeah. Quarantine's okay. got me rusty. <laughs> Do you have any more? Um, I've got a couple actually. This is kind of some old news, but real satisfying to me. Right after Jesse and I recorded last week, the uh, update came through that the New England Patriots were fined 1.1 million for the "Do Your Job" piece at the Week 14 Bengals Browns game in 2019. It also docks them a 2021 third-round draft pick, and the Pats' production crew may not shoot any games during the 2020 season, which it's all hot. Yeah, I mean, it's hot. Honestly, though, it kind of shocked me whenever it came up because I thought it wasn't even, like, a thing anymore. On the radar. Yeah, I thought they were like, no, they didn't do anything. And then that was it. Here's my question, though, and we've talked a lot about this with the Red Sox, about punishments for the 2020 season. And so, yes, the 2021 third-round draft pick will sustain. But it's like, oh, okay, you can't shoot any games during the 2020 season. Well, how does that work if there isn't a season? Like, Right. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to say that it's like a weak punishment because honestly, I didn't expect anything to happen, but I'm still just kind of like, okay, guys, can you think outside the box? When they told me that even if there was no baseball this year, that AJ Hinch's one year suspension would be served. Right. And I'm like, how, if there's no baseball being played? Right. He's not. Yeah. He's not missing anything because nothing's going on. So yeah, I get where you're coming from. And then I've got one more. It's not hot. Like, we can just wrap it up. I hate to wrap it up on a sour note. But after all the hype last week about 
St. Louis Cardinals closing pitcher Jordan Hicks. He's going to start the season on the IL list, recovery from Tommy John. And I'm like, cool, thanks. I did see that. <laughs> Sounds like, good. So when you were like, he's throwing, he's ready. He looks great. All yeah. the footage. All the I'm fire. Like, you just bring me up to tear me down, <laughs> and I'm just not having it. I didn't want to bring it up because I definitely saw that, and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Did I, like, misread something, miss some signals? I'm not really certain, but well, I thought I was ready. I was kind of just like, okay. Thanks for everything. Yeah, not hot. Sorry to end it on a poo-poo note, but I'm hurt. Why would you build me up and show me all this footage and then be like, eh, I'll. My last one's kind of trash, too. But did you see Mike Gundy and his pay cut yes, situation, ma'am? So pretty much they're saying that after... I think a two-week review of the football program, Mike Gundy suggested or agreed to take a pay cut. So he's taking a $1 million pay cut. The contract will go from five years to four years, and the buyout is reduced by a million. So I don't know. The situation's a little weird. To me, um, the article I read said, a humble, remorseful Mike Gundy has agreed to take a $1 million pay cut and amend his contract after a two-week review of the football program. I read that the cuts were his idea, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it seems a little odd to me that it was all his idea, and if that's what he thinks he needs to do to, like, start making some changes, you know, or whatever. But it just seemed all very strange to me. He has been wilding out during quarantine. Yes. This is not like the first incident that his name's been attached to. No, not at all. So, yeah, I think it's weird that he had suggested it. And maybe I'm reading into it too much. But to me, that means, like, they went in for a chat, and he was like, oh, well, I'll do this, this, and this to stay. It's, like, how I would read into it, which I makes mean, me think that they found something. I hate to read between the lines. Yeah. I don't know. I hate to read in between the lines like that because, like, I kind of tend to push my own narrative. Um, and then I kind of felt like they added in as an afterthought. Oh, it was his idea. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Know. We'll see. Um, I'm really big into responses. So I think his next couple moves will be pretty big. But he can still win me back. Like, it's not oh, like. Sure. He could cut them all like off. That. Yeah. Well, that would be like a nice, fresh start. Like someone. Get that taken care of. But, <laughs> new, I mean... New year, new me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, maybe this is just the first step. It does seem odd to me, but maybe I'm just looking into it too much. 
yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I hate to read between the lines too much because I have a tendency to kind of force my own narrative, which is biased. So, yeah, I guess we'll just see how, if and when there is a season, how it goes. Anything else? Or do you have some awards? Well, I kind of already went over my Oh Honey because the delayed baseball testing just, like, blew my mind. I'll jump in and do my Oh Honey, too, because it's relatable to that. I just feel like with everything, it's one step forward and two positive tests backwards. Yeah. So, like, at the same time, I'm getting a schedule drop, Practice facil- practices are being closed at the same time. You know what I mean? So, it's just, like, one step forward, two steps back. And, honey, I can't live like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am super excited that we finally have some dates on the calendar. But that also means if it gets shut down, it's going to hurt that much worse. So, I need some stability. Yeah. Um, I'll just go into my yes queen. So I'm gonna give it to Trevor Bauer. Yes, yes, for the T-shirt. Yes, he posted on Twitter. Baseball is back, everyone. Intake testing done. Lots of really high tech stuff going on here. But anything to help us win, right? And that was the caption of a picture of him in a Houston cheated t-shirt and Houston normally has like the H town t-shirts. So someone made that into a trash town t-shirt and I'm here for it. He's shady and I like it. I'm telling you he's got a smart mouth and I'm here yes. for it. Yes. And it's not like mean shade. It's like witty shade, and I'm here for it. Always. Yeah. Intellectual shade all day. Oh, my gosh. I'm here for it. My yes queen is going to go to Kansas City Chiefs coach Andy Reid. He was quoted as saying after the Mahomes contract came out, I'm one happy guy. I put on my best Tommy Bahama for all you guys to celebrate this. And I just think that's so precious. I know. I just think that's so cute. I can see him there in his little Tommy Bahama t-shirt or um, Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Just really pleased with things. (laughs) Now, I don't have a pinky power play. Do you? This I had to reach way down in the depths of my soul for. But I'm going to give my pinky power play to Big Game Dame when he got the NBA 2K cover. He shouted out Russell Westbrook and said, with all due respect, my vote for the cover goes to the one who taught me all I know at Russell Westbrook on Twitter. And I see you, Dame. I appreciate you. See, it just made me mad. It's I was like, don't t- talk to Russell about I that. Mean, <laughs> okay. I mean, yes, of course, always. Like, don't talk to Russ. <laughs> But I just I thought that was really kind of humble of him, and it's I don't know. Sassy. It was a it was a pinky power move for me. I'll give it to him. Um, my Tim Tebow. It's pretty simple. We got the NBA scrimmage schedule. We got baseball schedule. We finally got roundabout dates for hockey 
and location. So things are getting finalized there. And we're just very close to having sports back. I think this upcoming Friday, literally, we can watch Thunder basketball two weeks from that. Like, the countdown's on. Two weeks? Two weeks is when the first scrimmage is. So, like, we're almost there. Looks like we made it. I know. The team should be arriving. I think some maybe did today. So, everything's happening. It's happening. Uh, My Tim Tebow goes to the Talking Baseball post of Tim Tebow. It said there was no Tim Tebow listed on the Mets 60-man roster, and the caption was, sad day for Mets quarterback. Aww. (laughs) Poor Tim. Just let him play. Give Tim Tebow the Tim Tebow, because he's excited. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Poor Tim. Um, That's pretty much all I have. And hopefully next week we'll be one week closer. Hopefully there's not going to be, I mean, I can't say there's not going to be more tests because these people are not tests, but more positive tests because as people are arriving, especially to the bubble for the NBA, I'm still anxious. Yeah, I was pretty shocked that we had no thunder positive test. Don't even say it. Not that like that's not exciting. It is, but... I'm like, cut the episode. Don't even yeah. say it. I'm like, it's just so nerve-wracking, too. And, like, I'm not even the one that has to do it. No. I think that's all I've got for this week. Talk to you next week. Next Thunder episode. Up. Yeah. Yeah. To the next yeah. episode. Thunder up. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. <laughs> you won't. You won't. <laughs>